you're going to get knocked down in life, but you got to get up. You can't quit. You got to keep going. Um, so it was a life lesson for me. And for me to tackle that, to get back, for me to get back in after that knockout, vicious knockout. And welcome to the Run the Race podcast, where we talk about fitness and faith on a weekly basis. You know, we all need motivation, maybe to lose weight or get stronger physically or get closer to God as we all seek purpose in life. I'm your host, Jason Dennis, hoping to inspire you to run the race of life as we sit down with fascinating guests, digging deeper into the mind, body, and soul. Let's do this. Hard to believe it's already here, but uh, you're probably listening to this right before or after Thanksgiving. And we're getting you through the holiday season with a little bit of a, a jab, a, a punch, uppercut, cross, all kinds of things. We're talking about uh, boxing and uh, also ways to get fit. Uh, before or after Thanksgiving, Christmas, we know we're going to eat a lot of different foods, a lot of turkey in the fixings, a lot of sweets and pies and, and different things, especially all those parties leading up to Christmas. So we have an expert on the Run the Race podcast for you today talking about uh, getting in shape, uh, getting getting fit, uh, learning how to, you know, when you get knocked down, get back up. So there are a lot of life lessons when it comes to boxing. Uh, uh, we talked to a, a, a young man who is, uh, uh, you know, he's a boxing coach. He owns his own gym, has for the last seven years here in uh, Columbus, Georgia. Um, so we're going to hear from Daryl Wright, who has the uh, Right Way Fitness Gym. Um, so that's W-R-I-G-H-T, Right Way Fitness. And uh, so looking forward to uh, that conversation with him. But first, I want to talk a little bit, you know, obviously, you know, with boxing, with him, you know, I, I love to, you know, all the Rocky movies, some of my favorites for sure. And you got, got songs like, you know, Eye of the Tiger, great running song as well. In fact, um, you know, that's one of the songs that my kind of my, my go-to songs when I'm trying to run fast, kind of getting you pumped up and everything. And we talk about running and all kinds of things on the Run the Race podcast. And uh, I recently did uh, something here locally. Uh, you know, they have turkey trots and stuff. This was something called the Beat the bird 5k uh and actually i dressed up as a turkey you heard that right uh i uh was uh asked and i volunteered uh to be one of the four people dressed up as a turkey from uh, head to toe i had kind of like a little onesie outfit and uh and uh, kind of like uh, something that goes over your head and uh so i wore that and uh, the goal for the people that are running that 5k that signed up for it is to try to beat me and so uh we did you know it ran different paces and uh just was having fun trash talking and and uh running you know different speeds and uh trying to yeah i'm letting people win especially the kids that are having a lot of fun i'm squawking like a bird like a turkey so uh the the beat the bird 5k and uh you know some of the experts um in fact uh, some uh, military experts online talk about how it's good to do something physical you know before or after that big meal you're going to have on thanksgiving and you're sitting down and watching football and being lazy as you're supposed to be over the holidays in, in some fashion but there are some good go-to activities. Some people play uh, flag football with their family, go out in a neighborhood game of football. Maybe people used to do that more often. Um, and then, uh, But you don't want to get too intense with that and get hurt. Uh, you can do longer cardio workouts. Um, you know, it's you go on a run, a ruck, or a long bike ride and you know, get some of those calories burned off before or after uh, that, that big feast. 
there's also something called the Hero Workout, which obviously is a way to honor the fallen and thank folks for their sacrifices and their services. Uh, you know, the, the military that have done so much for us. And the last one, this comes again from military.com, Steve Smith. He says he does the PT Pyramid. So you, you, you do a set of outdoor pull-up bars. You have those. You mix in some short runs, pull-ups, push-ups, dips, core exercises, squats, lunges, and other things. And then um, you, you kind of build up all the way until the intensity, and then you kind of come back down. So that's why they call it the pyramid. Uh, it starts off easy, got a good warm-up, and you go. once you hit that near-max effort level, then you return in reverse order as a nice cool-down. So the key for all this is, you know, uh, we understand, you know, you want to have fun on Thanksgiving, you want to hang out with your family, not have to work out, and you don't have to. You can do that maybe on the day before, the day after, and or maybe the week after uh, when you get back from your travel and your trip to see family. But just to get outside, get some fresh air, relax during or after your family event because, you know, it can be stressful being around family. So that's a good way to, to get out and about. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. I love to eat, which is why I, generally why I run as well. So our guest for this week, um, he, he loves to, to work out and has a passion uh, for fitness and sports. But he really, his biggest passion is really helping other people. Uh, Daryl Wright, uh, he studied exercise science and sports and fitness management. Management. He's a lifestyle and behavioral coach, a personal trainer, a sports and conditioning specialist, also uh, consults folks on nutrition and wellness, and uh, is a USA Georgia boxing coach and also a manager when it comes to boxing and MMA. So he played all the sports growing up, basketball, football, and was really focused on track and field and was really good, really fast uh, as a young man in, in high school. And, and uh, But, you know, when he, he joined the U.S. Army, uh, you know, as, as when he was young, and uh, discovered boxing through that, through his roommate and through his uh, his brothers, uh, who were kickboxers. He uh, he turned professional in boxing in 2007, and he he tells that story about how uh, he had one pro fight and then he had a major injury. Um, this was after winning Southern, Southern uh, Golden Gloves titles, and uh, so. Um, you know, so once that boxing career kind of suddenly ended, he was like, what's next? What do I do? So he started helping folks out when they wanted to train, wanted to work out, get faster and stronger and maybe be good boxers just on an amateur and hobby level. And he got more and more demand for that. So he started Right Way Fitness a little more than seven years ago. They were doing fitness boot camps and helping out various companies and um, that kind of thing. And so and he was training and managing people that were involved in several tele televised boxing fights, uh, some that even appeared on ESPN and the undercard for uh, Showtime. And so, uh, you know, that, that's really a passion for him, helping others and pushing his clients to, to, do, to be the best of their ability. And so, you know, he's a husband, a father, a business owner. And uh, he says that, you know, it's, it's also important to figure out a way to find time to, to work out and, and get stronger mentally, physically, spiritually as well. It talks about how the Bible has been inspiring for him. And uh, his one of his mottos is, think it, speak it, do it, and be it. So uh, Daryl Wright has uh, had some some amazing uh, uh, things in his boxing career, uh, won a lot of titles. And so uh, here's my conversation with him. And, you know, by the way, 
uh, before I talked to him, uh, he showed me, took me through about, you know, a 20 or 30 minute kind of uh, quick lesson, free lesson, some advice on boxing, showed me how to, you got to keep those gloves up uh, on your face. The, the right glove, the right hand, since I'm right-handed, has to actually hug that the cheek and just stay there. And the, the elbow's staying close to the ribs, right right with the body. And, and the left hand is is up near your jaw as well, but you're punching with that left hand as you, as you step and you kind of punch out and then bring it back. And same with the right cross you're punching and then bring it back and it's that spring coil that can knock folks out and Daryl Wright has been very successful knocking folks out uh, when he was a young amateur boxer and then for that one pro fight as well so uh, here is uh, his Daryl Wright of Right Way Fitness all right, well, I'd like to welcome uh, Daryl Wright to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, thank you for having me, Jason. Yeah, well, actually, I'm, we're, we're here joining you at, at your gym uh, <laughs> okay. here at Right Way Fitness in Columbus, Georgia. Okay. Um, so first of all, uh, tell me about, um, you know, you do obviously a lot of you know group workouts, boot camps here, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. but boxing yeah. as well. You have a new uh, boxing gym just to, kind of across the, the uh, the parking lot from from your gym here. Mm-hmm. So tell me about um, you know boxing. H- how did you get into it? Because I mean that seems like a sport that maybe not as many people are involved in. Yeah. Um, well, I got interested in it uh, as a youth. Uh, my two older brothers used to kickbox, oh. and um, and I wasn't too keen on being kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I transitioned to boxing. I said you know as I you know my uh, roommate in military. He was a New, New York, Jersey uh, Golden Glove champion. And um, so when I got out, I, I started boxing. I looked up some gyms and I, I found it and I, I loved it actually. Yeah. I was terrible at it, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I know that you were um, a track star, so running was your mm-hmm. was your jam yes. kind of growing up as what, a teenager, right? So was that, that's, that's was, I mean, I know you played, I think you said basketball or football as well. I did all sports. Mm-hmm. And then, but I made a decision. I had to, you know, when I was in high school, um, you know, to, to further my career or whatnot, or what I was going to do afterwards, I chose track and field. I thought I was better at that than uh, the rest of them. So um, I went with it and... That was my basis. Yeah. So, I mean, how fast were you? What was your, what was your, uh, your distance or, <laughs> or, or best speed, I guess? Oh, I, I got down to in the, the 440s in the mile, um, the mile run. I got down in to uh, 10 minutes. I was a 10-minute two-miler. Um, I ran uh, cross-country. And cross-country depends on the course. So some courses, I was 16 minutes. Uh, some I was 17, but I, I rarely ever I did uh, 17. I was usually around 16, 17 minutes in the three mile run. Yeah. Now I know that you ended up uh, you know joining the army, mm-hmm. and a lot of times the army you know, people that that I know that are soldiers or maybe former soldiers they don't like running. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> because you're too breeze. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so what got you interested in, in joining the army as, as a you know as a young man? Yes. Well, uh, my goal was uh, to do all army track and field. I wanted to uh, be part of the R Army track and field team, but it was difficult during my uh, career because of the, uh, my, my job description. I was a 13 Bravo field artillery, so it was difficult. Um, every time I you know, was uh, selected or, or tried to attend, they needed me in the field. So it was difficult being part of the R Army track and field team. Yeah, because and you, of that. And you were in the Army for three years? Did three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, where were you? I know you uh, you deployed, but tell me about yeah. where you were stationed and everything. Um, actually, this was my, my, my station, my duty station, Fort Benning. That's how I got here. 
Um, I didn't did want to go back home, so I, I made this my home. Um, during my tour of duty, I did what I went to Kuwait, and basically that's, that's the only other place I uh, was deployed to was uh, Kuwait. Did a couple of, in, it's called NTC, where we are, we are, all the soldiers go to California in the desert, but uh, primarily I was stationed in uh, Kuwait for good every bit of six months. Yeah. So what was the leap or the, was being that, you know, three years in the army, what, did you develop any kind of interest in boxing from them or uh, from there or? Um, the interest came from watching my roommate. He attended, he was actually in the all army uh, boxing team. Oh. So um, that piqued my interest and um, the military just gave me exposure to life, to different, you know, if I would have stayed at home, um, you know, all I wanted to do track and field was my dream. Um, if I were to stay home, who knows where I, where I would be? So I, you know, I do give the military a, a great big thanks for that, for getting me out of my comfort, getting me away from home, out of my comfort zone, and exposing me to life. Yeah, and uh, you know, so the boxing career. I mean, with boxing, people think about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think Mike Tyson, I think of mm-hmm. Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. uh, Vander Holyfield, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. So I know for you, I mean, did you have dreams? Like even like as an amateur boxer, did you think, man, I could, I can really make it? Or were you just like doing this as a, as a hobby? Um, it was a hobby, uh, to be honest. It was a hobby. And my drive is, I'm different from most people. Um, my drive is, I, I, failure is never an option with me and I did terrible at it. Even with running, I had to work at it. Now, I do, my work ethics come from my father, so I have work, strong work ethics, and I'm not gonna fail at anything I do. So when, they, when anyone put me down or, or say I can't do a particular thing, I'm gonna work harder just to show you that I can. That's a good lesson for folks mm-hmm. in life. I mean, because if, you, mm-hmm. if you're not good at something, doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't be good, right? Exactly, you could do anything you want in life. So my goal was to turn professional one day, and I did just that. You know, um, unfortunately, fortunately, but unfortunately, uh, I had shoulder surgery directly after my uh, first pro fight, my only pro fight, and um, got married, and the rest history. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, but I mean, you had a, a pretty extensive career. I mean, yes. I think you told me you had seventy amateur bouts overall, right? About seventy-four amateur bouts. Um, I was a four-time Georgia Golden Glove champion, and that's what people see but they don't understand the history behind it. I was, I did terrible. I got knocked out in 03 and um, knocked out cold and which I never thought would happen. And I bounced back from that because I wasn't gonna quit. Um, I stayed at it, I worked harder. And 2004, rest is history. I, you know, uh, I won the open class Golden Gloves. I won, I went to the regions and the biggest year was 2005. I won the whole regions, and I got best fighter of the whole regions in 05. So I was at the top of my game then. So you think you know getting knocked out cold? I mean something like that. Getting because we you hear so much about people getting knocked down and getting back up. Kind of that has a symbolic for life. You think mm-hmm. for you that was like a like a wake up call? Like okay, I need to I need yeah. to step up my game. Or? Yeah. Well, I had a lot of things going on in life at that particular time when I got knocked out. I fought the guy once, and we had a pretty, really good fight. It was back and forth, and uh, life, life hit me, and um, we fought again later. And within that time span, uh, life just beat me down, and um, I took that in the ring, and 
that's what, the result. So, uh, you know, you're going to go through things in life. You're going to get knocked down in life, but you got to get up. You can't quit. You got to keep going. Um, so it was a life lesson for me. And for me to tackle that, to get back, for me to get back in after that knockout, vicious knockout, and to make it in life, it's big. Make it in boxing, actually, that's big. You know, so. And I think you were telling me one of your slogans or one of your kind of mantras in life is uh, think it, speak it, do it, and be it, right? Exactly, okay. because uh, the, the message behind that is if you think negative, you're going to speak negative, you're going to do negative things, you're going to be a negative person. But if you reverse it and you think positive, you're going to speak positive, you're going to be a positive person, it's just it's, you're going to do positive things and be a positive person. It all works together. So. Uh, with that being said, everything starts in your mind. Um, I make sure that I surround myself around positive, influential people who have my best interests and want me to succeed in life. And that's what I teach my boxers that come through the door as well. Um, separate yourself from, from those people who don't mean you any good. You know, Surround yourself, get your circle, um, and, and, and you can succeed in life. Yeah. People that want you to help, and I want to help them. And that's why they come. And you, I mean, you sound like a life coach and a personal trainer, which you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, how, yeah, that, that love, you know, obviously, like you talked about, your boxing career came to a, a sudden end, you know, unexpectedly um, and, uh, you know, the surgery. But uh, you still obviously had that fitness. You knew how to do things in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, um, fitness and boxing. So did you turn around and think, well, maybe I can help others kind of do what I did? Absolutely. Um <laughs> To be honest, I'm good at sports. You know, it's not really my dream. I'm good at it. My passion, and I had to decide, you know, people, you know, spend years to, to, to trying to decide what they want to be in life and what they want to do. A lot of people chase the money, do it for the money, and they're unhappy. I'm happy doing what I'm doing because I'm doing what I love. What I love is not sports and fitness. <laughs> what I love is helping people. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to reach them by helping them. So I'm using all my exercise and fitness and boxing to help others. Yeah. And so how, I mean, you, you own a gym now and do a lot of things on the side as well. But so how, how do you, I mean, because a lot of folks, they, they want, they have that passion. They want to help other people, but maybe they're a coach on the side or just helping clients one-on-one, -on -one, that kind of thing. How do you jump from that to like, hey, I'm going to um, open a gym called Right Way Fitness? Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it can be a big leap, I guess. Yeah, it was a big leap. Um, I had to take a leap of faith. Um, and, you know, uh, for those who are biblical, um, God, he put things on my on my plate. He, because I was working at Blue Cross, he, I mean, he surrounded my plate. He, he filled it up. I had to make a decision to, well, whether I'm going to move up at Blue Cross and Blue Shield or am I gonna get my own business? And I had to weigh my options. I said, well, I could be here for 30 years if I don't get fired. <laughs> 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 if I open up my own business, you know, uh, sky's the limit. Yeah. So, but um, it's scary. It's scary, sky's the limit. Then my friend, he sent me a clip of uh, Jump from Steve Harvey. He sent me a clip of Jump. This is way, this, this is the first clip when he was in the parking garage. Uh, see, a lot of people know the book and the other, other no, I, I saw the clip when he was in the parking garage. Mm. I saw that, 
two weeks later, I put my two weeks notice in. Mm, wow. So, and that was a wrap, and uh, I haven't looked back. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of prayers along the way, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I look back. <laughs> the first time I looked back, the only time I looked back was when I was going out the double doors. I like, whoa, what did I just do? I immediately wanted to run back and ask for my job back. But um, I did, and I, you know, I took a, took a leap of faith, and I, I did it, and it worked out. Yeah. And now, I mean, you just uh, celebrated seven years of having this gym open, yeah, right, way, right Way Fitness, mm -hmm. uh, here kind of midtown, Columbus, Georgia area. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what is it, uh, you know, do you have, I mean, do people come in here? Because, I mean, like, you know, people think about the gym. They think about, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to go in there and lift weights or going to do some group class or uh, maybe treadmill, that kind of thing. I guess you guys have that, but you you specialize in certain things? It's totally different. We, uh, we only, ca we, we do personal training. We do fitness boot camps and we run a boxing gym. That's it. And I had to come to terms to where I can't take every client. I'm not going to have what everybody offer. Some people are not going to like me, and I understand that. They're not going to like what we, they want more. They want something different. And I had to come to terms with that. You know, uh, so, you know, it, there's enough to go around. Yeah. So, what, I mean, when you have people come in, I mean, do you have folks, is the motivation for folks to go into a gym or get personal training, is it to, to lose weight? Is it just to be, you know, fitter at, at their age um, or learn a new skill? I mean, what, what are some of the things people really truly want, their motivation? Yeah, well, it depends. Each individual is different. Everyone is different. So our goal in here is to, uh, we're here to educate, motivate, and hold everybody accountable for what you tell us you want. It's all fitness levels, and we're truly all fitness levels. Now, there are some, some exceptions. You can't come and do boot camp in a wheelchair. I mean, we, we, you can't be, do boot camp on crutches. So, you know, we, there, you know, we do a reason to it. So, you know, um, but when people come here and tell us what they want, we try to give them exactly what they want and what we see they need to have as well. So we put both both worlds together to get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Now I had a chance, you know, to come out mm -hmm. here when, when we talked to you to, to do to learn a little, kind of get a little boxing lesson, mm -hmm. uh, to learn about uh, jabs and and uh, and stances and how to walk uh, mm -hmm. in the ring, that kind of thing. Um, so you know, you got the new uh, boxing gym. Y'all just opened up this past spring. Hey, yes. Um, mm -hmm. So tell me about that. About you know, obviously you have a, a history of being a boxer yourself. Yes. But you know, um, what is is a uh, Learning boxing, is it a lot more difficult or there's a lot more intricacies than people really know about? Yes, it's different. It's, you know, you have two boxers. You know, first of all, you got to know the basics. A lot of guys who be in there go flashy and they see Mayweather. Everyone want to, want to be Mayweather. They see Mayweather and see all these other primetime boxers uh, making money. These guys started right here. They started from the basics. All these guys started from the basics. So, and what they find when they get in there is, it's more to it that go into it. Like you had to think, it's a, it's a mind game. It's a chess match. It's a checkers and chess match. Um, who I, because I know the same thing you know. You know the same thing I know. So the opponents know the same thing. Who's gonna outthink who in the ring? Yeah, and you know, and th folks who maybe maybe they don't want to be like a even an amateur or pro boxer, but they want to use boxing as a way to, to be fit. But maybe there's this misconceptions about boxing is just kind of standing around, punch, 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 punch. No. So what, what kind of, what kind of uh, fitness does, does maybe a boxing provide? Oh, man, you train, when you come in here, you train like a boxer. And that doesn't mean that you have to get hit or take punches. Train like a boxer, and as you saw just from the little stance, 
it affects your legs. Yeah. And cardio starts from your legs, basically. So um, I strengthen your legs. I get you. It's a total body workout. Uh, you know, your core. It's total body. You work everything. It's, it's sound. It gets you shredded um, if you do it correctly. But you got it's what regardless of what sport or what exercise you do, you get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. So I'm here to teach you, educate you, and show you how to do it. But boxing, out of all the sports I've done, and I've done all, boxing has got me in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Is it, is it mostly just because you're, um, it's, it's something different? Maybe your body's not used to different stances, maybe compared extremous. to other sports? It's strenuous. It's extremely strenuous and tiresome. Um, I mean, and that's not knocking any other sport. But it's strenuous and it's aggressively tiresome. Um, so, um, boxing is number one on my list and I know I'm biased, but I'm, <laughs> I'm coming from done other sports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. And when you help out, I mean, are you helping out people maybe that are your age and their forties or are you helping out guys that are teenagers and their twenties, uh, like uh, guys and ladies? Uh -huh. We have, uh, first of all, we have both genders, females, males. We have, uh, from age, we start at age, uh, seven. Um, but we have people from age seven all the way up to 60, 70 years old uh, competing. We have families. Um, we have to have a family discount as well. Um, so we have uh, various people doing it. We have people that compete and people who are non-competitors. Non yeah. We have both, best of both worlds. And you have two, two kids yourself that are, that are yes. kind of, mm -hmm. they're, 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 they're both boxers, I think you told yes. me? Yes, nine and 10-year-olds. Uh, wow. Brayden is nine. He's one and one right now. One win, one loss, um, and Kayla's looking for to have her, her first fight in December. Wow. Um, and my thing is, I don't really want them to make it a, a, a thing, a career. That's not my, my goal for them. It's a life lesson for them. So I want them to learn that early on how to take a punch, get up, slip, move, dodge, weave. You got to dodge it because, as we all both know, that uh, all know that uh, life comes with its punches. It's gonna come. You're gonna get punched in life sooner or later. How you deal with it, it matters. Yeah. And they're gonna learn that early on. So if I get them to get this lesson early on, they're not gonna lose at anything they do. Yeah. I don't care what they do. They can go and play the good guitar for all I care. <laughs> they're gonna win. Yeah. Well, defense is, is underrated. It, mm -hmm. how, how important yes. that is in really mostly all sports, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, tell me about in terms of uh, the, you know, like you said, the, the life lessons of boxing. Um, you know, what, what have you learned in terms of the, the lessons of helping other folks out in terms of, you know, you've seen probably you've seen people just some success stories of just transformation of people's bodies and oh, things yes. that maybe they didn't think they could accomplish. Um, like some of my boot campers that you saw earlier, um, I want to say maybe uh, four, three or four years ago was one of my best years. Um, I got all of those ladies in there, um, you know, to jump. They're, both, they're older than you and I. <laughs> and they jumped on the 30-inch 30, uh, box. Wow. It was impressive. But in what was so they all came in, no, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. But I taught them how to do it, how to do it. And it's a mind thing. And they all did it. With that being said, have the hardest part of my job, which is easy for me, hardest part of, of a personal trainer's job is to get people to believe in themselves. Yeah. And it's, that's 
this is why I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do because I get people to believe in themselves to do things that they didn't think that was possible. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing when I see that, when I see them make their goals. And it's not all about weight loss. You lose weight, you lose weight. Who cares? But I want to make you a better you. Yeah. So be happy with yourself and be a better you. Yeah, and, and thinking back to you know a younger version mm -hmm. of, of Daryl Wright back in the army, mm -hmm. you were there for several years. Um, did what did you know? Um, did, you know, was that for you a transformation, maybe physically and mentally? I mean, obviously you you were uh, you were an athlete already, mm -hmm. but you go into the army. You know, um, what did you learn something there that maybe kind of has taken you through life, even in your short time in the army? Um. Maybe good or my, bad. You know? Yeah, my life lessons come from from home. Um, I was uh, had good home training always, uh, yeah. and I was always a hard worker. Didn't understand it, but I'm like, <laughs> Why <are> you working me, <laughs> working the heck out of me. But um, you know, it came early on. I used to. I wasn't a, a normal kid. Uh, um, I used to get up for high school five or six in the morning to go run before school. So. Um, I, it's, it's been ingrained in me. Some things you just, just in you. So yeah. I'm gonna make it. I'm not gonna fail. I've never been a quitter. Um, like I tell my kids, you're gonna you're gonna do this whether you want to or not. Now, once you confident in it and successful, if you want to quit, you can quit. Then we can go to something else. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 like you said, as being a part of the army, I mean that's like something like yeah, like you 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 can't really quit because you have to go out there and you have to do the job. I mean, you're you told gotta get be done. in the field, be in the field. Kind of you got to do it. So I didn't complain. I dealt with it. Um, I wanted to do all army track and field. You know, I couldn't do it. I didn't cry about it. I was successful in the military. I was an E four, promotable, airborne. Um, I did. I made the best of it. I was a, a born soldier of the month board. Um, so I, I made the best of it, but when it was time to get out, I got out. And um, but so while I was in, I made the best of it. Yeah. So you got to deal with everything, every situation. Like you got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. And we're coming up on the holidays. I mean, this mm -hmm. this episode will come out just a few days before Thanksgiving. You got mm -hmm. Christmas coming up. A lot of us are maybe um, you know focused on the fact that you know spending time with family and then mm -hmm. you're gonna be eating big feasts, lots of yes. food, that kind yes. of thing. So and I think I saw you post about you know kind of. Uh, leading into Thanksgiving and kind of trying to, um, I'm not sure if it's necessarily, maybe the focus is more on nutrition or more on kind of making sure to burn off those calories. What what would you tell folks? I mean, obviously, we want to enjoy our time, enjoy the holidays yes. and our food, all that kind of stuff. I'm not a typical trainer. I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't do diets. I don't do fasts. If it's out to eat, if you want to eat, eat. <laughs> um, now, depending on what you want, if you want to lose weight, lose body fat, everything's in moderation. Um, can you lose weight without working out? Of course. Can you tone your body without working out? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only way to work out, to tone your body, is by working out. To do some form of strength training, um, in which uh, there's various forms of strength training. And that's what we're here to teach and educate people how to do it. But um, I'm not big on um, dieting. Um, eat. You don't want to... I tell my clients, and some of them do all these other different diets. I don't endorse them, right. and you know they'll they'll tell you I don't endorse them. But you know, have fun, eat. If you you don't want to not eat what you enjoy and what you love, you know. But if you want to lose weight, can you drink Coke all day long? Uh, 
can you drink alcohol, alcohol beverage all day long? Of course not. Yeah, so everything's in moderation. But enjoy, have fun, live. You only got one life. <laughs> you got to yeah. enjoy, yeah. yeah. Now, do you see, like, you know, having a gym here for, for seven years now, I mean, do you see, like, you know, kind of just different seasons, different ups and downs? Because obviously, you know, you hear the, 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 the talk, the perception is that once, like, New Year's mm-hmm. Day hits, you get, like, all these people joining and, and highly motivated, and then that falls off really, like, a month or even less later. Some do. Some fall off because where they go. Um, they're being encouraged wrong and pushed. We're not barbaric. We're, you know, we try to educate our clients and we want to make it fun. We're family friendly oriented environment. Um, that's who we are. We don't take, play vulgar music. We don't play crazy. We, we play nice upbeat music. Um, is everyone is welcome. Um, no one's taking their shirts off. We're not doing that. It's a family friendly oriented environment. Whether you come to the boxing gym or whether you come to the fitness center, this is what you're going to experience. That's what you're going to see. And, you know, a lot of folks maybe are intimidated by going to the gym, whether it be Right Way Fitness or, or mm-hmm. another, you know, typical box gym. Um, so, you know, uh, how do you, how, how does someone make a workout fun or something that they want to do? Because, I mean, cause that's what you're going to be motivated if you, if you like, really enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I have my client. I have a, uh, several trainers who work for me now. But in the beginning, um, I spoiled all my clients. I'm personable. Um, I make sure I engage them, and I make sure anyone who worked for me does the same. We got to reach out. We got to touch them. We got to check on them. See how you're doing. Um, make them feel comfortable. We're not going to over overwhelm them. So even if you do leave here and go somewhere else, we're fine. We're happy for you. We want you to be happy. We just want to let you know that we're thinking about you. So yeah. we, uh, we engage all our clients. We, we build relationships with them. So, yeah. and, and do people, you know, um, do you find that people are just kind of, you know, in general, they're um, apprehensive about going to a workout because, you know, it's going to yes. be hard. I mean, you're, you're, going, you're going to sweat. You're going to, yes. you're going to work hard to, to get what you want, right? Yeah, and I, I hear people say, which it doesn't make sense to me, uh, they say, well, I got to get in shape before I come the right way. Or I got to get in shape to come before I come to any gym. That doesn't make sense. You come to the gym to get in shape. And they're threatened because they've gone somewhere else and they've been beat down and judged. And that's not what we do. So we welcome everybody to come to our doors, down to our personal trainers, to our clients, all the participants. We welcome you in here. They'll welcome you if you join Jason. <laughs> Come on, yeah. That's how we end. We're going to work out. Even when you're over there struggling, that's your struggle. You're going to have people lifting you up, picking you up. Yeah. If you don't want people to pay attention to you, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you hear, I mean, fitness obviously is related mm-hmm. to the body and, and kind of getting, like you said, toned or in mm-hmm. shape or whatever else you want to do. Um, but it, it also can affect the mind, right? I mean, if you're, if you're fit in terms of your body, I mean, how does that, have, have you seen how that affects like somebody's mindset, their attitude, their, per- oh. and, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, your whole, I mean, once you start to change, first of all, when you start working out, you're going to have more energy. Uh, your energy levels boost everything, and you just feel so good about yourself. Being able to, I have seen people literally couldn't do one push-up, and they leave out here doing, oh, my God, oh, my God, I just did two or three push-ups, and I couldn't do that last week or two weeks ago. Train the right way with the right guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's called right way fitness. So, I mean, exactly. the, the right way, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, obviously you have this new new boxing gym. We, you and I spent a little bit of time mm-hmm. uh, in there. you showed me some moves. Um, so, you know, with the, with the boxing gym, I mean, does it give you some opportunities where, like, are you really being able to focus on like you know some 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 folks that I mean because is boxing something a sport that is because you hear nowadays it's maybe not as popular as it was 10 20 30 years ago but um, maybe it is it's still popular just probably not down here you go out west or whatnot it's very popular um, but um, it's still out there yeah. And are there misconceptions about it? Because, I mean, we talked earlier a little bit about it, but how it's just people want to be, you know, Mayfield or, or Mayweather, Mayweather mm-hmm. you know, and, and so they, you know, um, it's all about just kind of like you, we talked about in the in the ring when we, you and I were in there together. People want to just, it's all about knockouts. You want to just, but it's it's yeah. not about that, right? It's not about that. Hit, not get hit. Stick and move. It's the basics. Just the basics, uh, you know, um, but it is a, a big misconception about boxing because people, oh, you don't need the ball, you're gonna get hurt, you're gonna have a head injury. Well, you could do the same thing in football, you could see the same thing in basketball. Any contact sport, there's a risk. Um, but if you, you don't have to take the risk, you can, we could be in a car accident or a plane accident. So yeah. if this is your passion, this is what you wanna do, learn to perfect it and perfect it well. What's gonna happen, gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have no control over that. Yeah. Is any uh, any kind of uh, non-boxing, but also like maybe fights that you got into as a kid, or maybe even in the army that like you know that kind of spurred you? Like I need to learn the proper skills, I guess, for this. Or oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I got a, a few fights when I was younger, and um, but once I actually learned to fight, I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're just wailing away, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> But, you know, a lot of people think they know what they're doing. They don't, yeah. Yeah. Watching TV and HBO and... They need to bring their behinds in a gym somewhere, around <laughs> properly. Because I mean, I, I, yeah, I remember the the old saying of what float like a butterfly, sting, sting like, a, like bee. a bee. I mean, mm-hmm. what does that I mean for you? I mean, because because it, it's I mean, there's you know, it's it's not it's it's the it's the finesse stuff that really makes a difference on, on a yes. sport like boxing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Ali, that's one of Ali's saying: float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. So what he's basically doing, he's floating around the ring, boxing. He's boxing around the ring, boom, making you miss, miss, miss on his toes. And then he's making you think you're going to go one way. He's going one way, but he's going to go another. Then he's going to stop and pop, 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 pop. Those little pop, 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 sting. Just like I taught you earlier in the ring, from boom to pop, pop on that right cross is a big difference. That little sting you did, that right cross, psh, psh. Yeah. That's that stinking like a bee. Gotcha. <laughs> and 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 you uh, you obviously a lot of your clients, well, some of them are younger than you, or maybe uh, mm-hmm. perhaps younger mm-hmm. or faster, and, yeah. and very athletic. Um, but uh, you say that you you still can you you, oh, yeah. you still could take them down. I mean, oh, yeah, you definitely. still are very confident in your boxing skills. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm yeah, very confident. Now there are some. You know, but 40, 50 fights or whatnot, I got to be careful. I'm, yeah, they'll hurt, they'll hurt this old man. <laughs> well, you're not old. You're my age, 45 years old. So, I mean, th- does that make a difference, too, in terms of whether it be, you know, going, coming into a gym or, or boxing or whatever uh, whatever you do? I mean, at, at age is just a number, they say. But as you get older, I guess, you know, you have to um, – 
I mean, you know, there's injuries, but you have to, you know, um, I guess make sure you know that, okay, Be more hey, cautious. 45 is different than 25. Be more cautious, but one thing I have learned, Jason, is if you don't use it, you lose it. So uh, whether you're competing or not, you need to be stay active, stay in the gym, stay working out. Um, yeah, go go have your your Thanksgiving turkey, uh, all the the dressing, every have it, have it, but still work out at the same time. Um, if you don't use it, you lose it. And the, the, what we want to keep people from doing because we're not getting any younger. Stay active, get active, get off the couch, move around. You you got to move around. If you you can't constantly stay on the couch watching TV, watching young investors like I do, <laughs> <laughs> or streaming shows, Netflix, whatever else, right? Yeah, you can't continuously keep doing the same thing over and over again and uh, going to bars or whatnot and just not no activity in your life, no exercise activity. You got to have some form of exercise. Yeah. So how do people get motivated? I mean, because you know now the holiday season, people are going to be mm -hmm. enjoying themselves, going out to parties. Mm -hmm and mm -hmm. uh, eating kind of whatever they want, drinking, whatever. And, you know, that's kind of like this time of year. That's the comfort and, and that kind of thing. How do you, so how do you get to that point where, I mean, somebody gets motivated? What's going to make them, I guess, get motivated? That's why we are here. You have to get out of the house. Some people are motivated and disciplined enough to work out at home. I can't, and I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> I don't have exercise equipment at my house. I did at one time, and I kept telling myself that I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the, here the at the, gym. the treadmill. Kind of collects like uh, our laundry. That kind oh, of thing, right? Yeah, laundry, dust, all of it. <laughs> yeah. So um, you got to come out to a gym. It's as if there's no way around it. I don't care if you have 30 minutes, an hour, 45. You got to come in and get what you can in. Yeah. Some somewhere make it part of your lifestyle. You have to. You make time for everything else. This has got to be a priority. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Daryl Wright. I appreciate it, and mm -hmm. and uh, looking forward to uh, um, using some of those boxing skills if I ever yeah. get, <laughs> get get into a fight in the future. Uh, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll know how to use those. And oh. uh, and I know you and I met um, years ago uh, mm -hmm. briefly at uh, your uh, Donut Five K. So. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I know you, yeah, you. You still run some. It, it maybe yeah, it's yeah. not, but it's you're not as fast as you once were. Oh, of course not. Right. <laughs> of course not. Right. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Daryl. Appreciate it. And we thank retired Army Specialist Daryl Wright, uh, not only for his service uh, to our country, but his service in helping folks just get healthier, you know, in, in our area and uh, and beyond. And, uh, you know, just really inspiring a lot of younger boxers, uh, inspiring his own kids, you know, who are, are young, uh, you know, not even teenagers yet. And, and they're boxing uh, already starting to, to fight in, in, a, in a healthy way as well. And, and I found a quote, um, kind of a not really a parting gift yet, um, but a quote uh, that kind of goes with what, you know, he made a, a, a life-changing decision, changed his career, um, just you know, based on the fact that following his passion, what he felt like he was really good at, what he felt like God wanted him to do. And there's a quote from Steve Jobs, uh, one of the most important uh, members of the technology community and the business community in general. Steve Jobs says, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking, don't settle. That's some great lesson. Daryl Wright has followed that, and uh, seven years later, still has Right Wave Fitness going strong, even despite the pandemic.
Now turning to our final segments of the podcast, including uh, some food for thought. I won't be singing today, but I do have some uh, some things in terms of uh, working out and nutrition after that Thanksgiving meal. Not sure when you're listening to this, but you know we're going to need some help after we eat all that food for sure. So uh, here it is. This is from uh, fitday.com. It's titled, How to Work Out the Morning After Thanksgiving Dinner. I, I know you may not you know, you know, want to think about that, but you got that food coma. You just want to curl up, go back to sleep, Want don't want to get up and do a workout. You want to just watch football or sleep. Uh, so you got to drag yourself out of bed, put on those gym clothes, and get yourself ready for your workout. So, so step one, according to this article from uh, Andrew Peliquin, is uh, start slow. No matter who you are, your body's going to feel it after all that heavy eating, maybe you drank a lot, uh, you're, you're not going to, you know, have a lot of energy. And so your body's used a lot of that during the night digesting the, the food and drink. So you start out maybe with a walk around the block a few times before you get into it. Then next one is get in your lists. List stands for low impact, steady state. Uh, these are the aerobics that will get your body working, get your blood pumping, digestive system rolling. Uh, maybe maybe some some stationary cycling or light jogging to, to get things not not jumbled the stomach too much. But uh, you may may have low energy. But after about five minutes, you'll feel better. And then after about ten minutes, you can probably cycle or whatever you're doing at full speed. And then you're going to really kind of train, hit all those muscles in your body, burn away all those calories. Um, th- this article from Fit Day recommends uh, the following quick exercises, uh, if depending on what you do normally. These are some good strength ones to burn some calories. And I mean, you can run, obviously, like, like I'll be doing. Or you can do bench presses, standing rows, lunges, military presses, barbell curls, squats, tricep extensions, cable pull-downs, or, and or leg presses. So that's a kind of a circuit routine. You do that twice, your body's going to feel so much better. And the last one is digest well. So the key here is drink lots of water. You're going to be possibly dehydrated because of all that heavy eating or, or maybe you did a lot of drinking. Uh, uh, so um, you're going to feel iffy after that heavy Thanksgiving meal. Drink a lot of water. Use the bathroom as your body directs. And uh, it's kind of a way to, to detox from all that pumpkin pie and turkey, maybe alcohol. Um, so really, he, they recommend the best post-Thanksgiving breakfast is actually oatmeal. All that fiber uh, kind of scrub out your intestines. And you'll feel much better once you go and uh, work out. It'll kind of get you ready for that. It's one of my go-tos uh, before a long run or marathon. Um, and, and, of course, you need to go to the bathroom before you work out if, if possible. So so eat that oatmeal early. Our parting gift uh, comes from the Bible, the good word. Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving and being thankful, uh, which which we hope you are, and I am as well, uh, need to be more thankful. It says in the Bible, Hebrews 12, 28 through 29, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. He sure is. Uh, you know, his kingdom can't be shaken. So, you know, we need to be thankful for that and worship him, you know, have reverence, have awe in that. And, uh, you know, uh, no matter what we're going through, because we may be going through some really, really rough patches in our lives, uh, God is there and, you know, his, his kingdom presence come for sure. Um, closing now in prayer, dear God, I just thank you for, uh, for everything. Uh, we're thankful for you, what you do for us. 
uh, on a daily basis. Uh, we pray that as our families go through rough times, as people are traveling for the holidays and for Thanksgiving, safe travels for them, that uh, there is peace amongst families. And Lord God, just help those dealing with uh, with uh, physical healing needed, mental health healing needed. Lord Jesus, just bring um, a supernatural touch in their lives to my family and to the families of those listening right now to this podcast. In your name we pray. Amen. And uh, again, thank you so much for choosing Run the Race. We know there's a lot of things you can listen to. Hopefully, maybe you get a, gave a listen to this on your uh, on your commute to or from seeing family uh, for Thanksgiving. And uh, some good tips, hopefully, you learned about uh, getting fit uh, during the holiday season to get motivated uh, you know, by our guest, Daryl, or anybody else. And uh, so uh, looking forward to having some, uh, some great guests on the podcast in December and going into 2022. Hard to believe, a new year. So uh, lots of ups and downs. Um, I'm thankful for the opportunity to talk about Jesus, to talk about fitness and running and, and all kinds of things uh, with some really fascinating guests on a weekly basis. You can go to WTVM.com slash podcast. Listen to any of the previous uh, 88 episodes, and uh, it's on Spotify, Apple, where we'd love for you to leave a review for us. Tell us, you know, good, bad, or ugly, what you like about this or not. Um, so I uh, hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. Be safe. Enjoy your food. And uh, we'll see you next time.